0: Oh, i'm ready to leave is it time for me to go as soon as i get in that car i'm turning on the flow baby time to go to bed but mama i want to listen to the flow y'all go ahead and keep working hard showing lots of love from out west shout, out to, the shout flow. out to the flow
1: welcome to the most depressing day in indianapolis history welcome to the flow I wanna start off with Karan. I know obviously we have Buzz and Karan in the studio, but I want this time I want at this time for Karan to just give his thoughts, prayer, whatever he's gonna say about Andrew Luck right now.
0: Um, the world has been dying to hear this. Go ahead and give him just go ahead and give him the background. Karan, give him give our listeners the background story. Let's start
2: with the setting of the story. So I had media credentials to the game on Sunday or Saturday. A uh, Colts preseason game that Andrew Luck retired halfway through. Um, so I'm in the press box talking to this Colts reporter. This girl, she's real cool. Um, and we we had already talked about Andrew Luck. We both think he's gonna play Week One. You know, we think he's cool. He warmed up in front of the in front of the fans uh, the week before. So we think he's cool. We think he's playing Week One. Uh, we're just going casual conversation. I look down at my phone, and I have Woj's tweet notifications on from yeah. like free agency i just never turn him off um and he retweeted a tweet from adam schefter and this tweet says andrew Lux informed the colts and my stomach drops <laughs> I, i'm like oh man he's shutting it down for the season what the hell what the hell is going on here and then i keep reading and he retired and i'm just shocked and i i open my phone i click the account it's real like Blue check mark, Adam Schefter, the real Adam Schefter. Crazy. Um, so this girl is like mid conversation with me. I don't know how to break the news, dog. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, Andrew Luck just retired. She's like, what? I slide my phone over. She like, she starts freaking out. She's like, all right, I gotta get down there. I'll I'll talk to you later. Um, and then the whole press box just starts buzzing about it. Like there's Colts PR guys that, like interns that are hearing the news from other people in the press box, and the scouts are shocked up there, and um, nobody knows what to do. Everyone's shocked. Everyone at first thought it was hacked. Everyone thought Adam Schefter got hacked. The ESPN website was down. Um, We're all watching Andrew Luck sit on the sideline next to Jacoby Brissett, having a normal conversation like nothing is going on. Um, Then Chris Ballard, a few minutes later, the Colts general manager, rushes out behind me and that's when i'm like oh like this this, this is, is real. real like this is happening um i'm in complete shock at this one i'm i've been shaking for the past 15 20 minutes that i heard the news um so then i go to the uh, the bigger press box where like all the other media is cuz they had me in a little mini press box kind of thing mm-hmm. um everyone in there is confused we go down to the locker room and in the lock or outside of the locker room they had the locker room blocked off it's complete chaos outside of the locker room there's like 25 of us reporters just outside of the locker room there's like two news stations live like doing a live report right right in the middle of all this chaos no one knows what's happening no one knows who's talking when they're talking where they're talking um, Jim Ursay drives by on his little golf cart into the locker room right past us. Um, everyone's like, Jim, Jim, you got anything to say? He's like, not right now, but I will in a little bit. And then T.Y. Hilton walks out of the locker room, like t- sprints out of there almost, walking very fast, uh, didn't say a word. And then we finally get the the news to go to the press room. And here I am, front row for Andrew Luck's retirement press conference. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the age of 29 years old, the the man I grew up, you know, the past seven years watching, admiring, play football for my favorite team, he's retiring five feet in front of me. So I'm holding back tears the entire time from the moment he walks out uh, into the press conference, and then he started to, <laughs> he started to lose it a little bit. And I'm not going to lie, I'm sitting there in front row, <laughs> front, front row to media with tears coming out of my eyes, uh, completely heartbroken, but on his situation, um, completely sucks. I mean, in my opinion, I think you guys would agree the Colts were a true contender this year, whether you want to clown them or not. Um, they were you know, going to be a top five, top ten team for sure, a threat to win a Super Bowl for the next few years. Um, they have an amazing roster. They had an elite quarterback in Andrew Luck, but uh, the injuries caught up to him mentally. He he just wasn't there anymore, and I respect the decision to retire. It sucks it happened uh, two weeks before the season started, but you know it if he wasn't pro- progressing as in his injury, uh, there's nothing he could do about that. So I was heartbroken. Um, I'm still not over it. I don't think I'm going to be over it until I see Jacoby Brissett throwing footballs for the Colts. Uh, It still doesn't feel real that Andrew Luck's not the Colts quarterback anymore because 29 years old, you're expecting him to play 7, 10 more years for the Colts. Um, So I respect his decision, completely love and respect him as a player and a person in the community. Um, With Jacoby, I don't know what the Colts are going to do. Could make the playoffs. It could suck real bad. And also one last note for anyone that booed Andrew Luck, you are a complete disgrace to the Colts fan base, a complete disgrace to the NFL fan base. I mean, you don't boo off, you know, he didn't plan the retirement to be leaked when, when he was, you know, on the sideline at the preseason game. He thought, you know, he told his people, he he said he was going to tell the team after the game on Saturday and then have a press conference Sunday, that's how it was supposed to go. Um, someone told Adam Schefter. Adam yeah. Schefter's job is to tweet breaking news. I Adam mean, Schefter has like. If I got that news, I would have tweeted it out. Like Adam Schefter has military
0: spy equipment. <laughs> like he can tap into anybody's phones or anything. I don't. I really don't know how he even got that info, dude. It's crazy. He is the obvious. He's it goes without even being said. He's the woes of yeah. the NFL. Yeah. You know what I mean. Hundred percent. Everybody knows Adam Schefter, but without further ado, I'm Buzz Larkin. That was all. Ka- <laughs> that was all. Karan's intro. Uh, it feels good to be back, Izzy.
1: <laughs> yeah, um I honestly feel like that was really crazy. I mean, the I think the funniest part about this whole thing is me and me and Buzz actually talking to you. Through the group chat, yeah, and then I get a text from Buzz saying, "Hey, don't forget we still bust them in that preseason game."
0: Though. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> I texted Izzy separately. I was like, "This is the worst case scenario. Like, not only is Luck retiring, but like the Bears are blasting yeah. the Colts right now." <laughs>
2: Can we cancel that no. bet we made a few <laughs>
1: episodes ago? Uh, oh, we sure did make... Oh, well, it's too late now. I will but, say... <laughs> let me through comment... Due
2: to unforeseen circumstances.
0: <laughs> I'm going to comment one thing on the Andrew Luck injury, and I hope it doesn't make anybody mad, because this is just me personally, how it was for me. So, growing up in Indiana, Indianapolis in particular, being a D. Rose fan, <laughs> taking heat for years over D. Rose, you know what I mean? Getting hurt and all this and that, that and this, and... Hearing all of that, so in a way, for me, this was kind of like a uh, karma or payback to Colt to uh, Indiana fans. <laughs> for me, me personally, that's how yeah. it is because I've taken heat for
2: years from Indiana
0: fans. But I, oh,
2: dude, I don't think. That's fair because, <laughs> okay, in 2001, whatever it was, Pacers contending for a championship, and then the brawl happens. Everyone's suspended half the season. Okay, fast forward after that. They're they're bad for 10 years. They get Paul George. He's the superstar. Boom, he breaks his leg <laughs> in Team USA, and then he wants to leave two, two, uh, one or two years later. Okay, fast forward. You got Aladipo, All right, everything worked out. You know, you're, you're on the rise. You're making the playoffs, almost beat LeBron in the playoffs. Oh, Victor Oladipo, your knee is gone. It's shredded. All right, we still got the Colts. We're going to win a Super Bowl next few years. Andrew Luck, I'm done. Well, It's not
1: fair, dude. Well, honestly, if I can comment on this, I'll just comment on it real fast. Uh, I honestly don't even blame Andrew Luck for retiring at all. It's it's even after the way he did. Because me and you were at uh, Colts training camp that one day, Mm -hmm. and we seen Andrew Luck. And I was like, hey, bro, is that his girlfriend? Is his girlfriend, wife, fiance, is she pregnant? And you say, yeah. First off, you're injured. Football takes a toll on your body, and the fact that you have a baby coming soon, and you're sitting on the sidelines just thinking about life, you can't. And you already gave Indiana a good seven years of your life. I honestly don't see any problem with this man retiring. And he was—he's one of the. I've never asked this man a question, but I've been to all of his most of his interviews, and that is the nicest man like I've ever, nicest athlete. I have ever come up close to. Yeah. And I feel like he deserves the world pretty much.
0: It came down to him putting himself over everything else, probably for the first time in his life. I mean, the dude's one of the nicest, you know what I mean? He had to be selfish. This is the first time he's been selfish, you know what I mean? Probably his life, like I just said. Uh, so I don't blame them one bit, man. It's everybody handles things differently. Everybody, mental health is everything to me. Honestly, I remember there was a point in time where I was working like 50 hours a week on winter break and I'm like, man, this mental health is getting bad. Everything everything was bad. So I was like, you know what? I'm not working. I'm not doing OT no more. But, uh, well, comparing that to Andrew Luck, (laughs) He was just sick and tired of going through the same process, I mean getting on the field for a short amount of time, getting hurt, rehabbing so hard to get back. Bam, you're hurt again. It's like it was like never in a cycle. I don't blame the guy one bit. I know he took some heat, but for the most part, I've seen nothing but support, but exactly. let me ask you guys this: what is he gonna be what's Andrew luck gonna be remembered for?
2: Um, I think it's definitely the goofy, nice guy at quarterback, you know like. A lot of quarterbacks like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, they're like these alpha dogs that have a lot of personality. Andrew Luck is just a quiet leader. He's goofy guy. He's going to compliment you when, when, he, when you hit him. Um, I think he'll be remembered for that. I think he'll be remembered in the community. But uh, the game I think he'll be remembered for is that Kansas City Chief playoff comeback, biggest comeback playoff history. Uh, I think every Colts fan will always remember that, and I think a lot of NFL fans will remember that forever.
1: Yeah, uh, if anything, it just has to be. Well, first off, I should, I'm gonna just start off by saying he need. I feel like personally he needs his number retired,
2: I at also least in believe a, the same in, a, thing. Yeah, in
1: a Colts uniform. But it always has to be, as Karan stated, his, his comebacks, and I'm talking about his injury comebacks. Like whether it was a concussion, a, a shredded shoulder, whatever it was, he came back and would take them to seven or more wins in the season, and I feel like that's incredible. Most. Most athletes get injured and call it a day, right? I mean,
0: he was fresh off a comeback player of the year, wasn't he? Exactly.
1: Fresh
2: off. Pro Bowl quarterback, you know, comeback player of the year, 29 years old. Great roster set to, I mean, this is like NFL history, and I think this might start a trend with other players. Yeah. Yeah, I got my couple paychecks. I'm ready to to not do this anymore. Yep, like
0: how AB was threatening retirement over the helmet, and we all just brushed that off. But now Andrew Luck kind of just just trailblazed the path for players that, you know what, put yourself, put your own health over anything else. Exactly. Andrew Luck really
1: pioneered that, truthfully. Real, real, real quick, we because we've been talking about this for like ten minutes because this it's is a lot of talk. A, we could talk about it for 30 minutes. Yeah, more yeah exactly. Really because to. this is, I mean, this is our hometown. This is our hometown. Yeah, t- yeah, this is. This we're literally in a city that is affected by exactly. But the one thing I do want to talk about is, uh, Jacoby percent. Like I told Karan at training camp, me and I'm bad at predicting. St- I didn't predict nothing, but I told Karan straight yeah, up, hey, douchebag. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, Karan, how do you feel about your backup, Jacoby? He was like, I mean, he's all right, I wouldn't. I don't want him to start, and now it turns out he's starting. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about him coming? Do you think the Colts lineup is good, like, you know, to, just, even when, with having him as your starting quarterback?
0: I know that right whenever news broke a luck going down, I was with all my family, and they're all Colts fans. So, like, I got to hear all their opinions on it. And uh, they, to me, this they were kind of sounding delusional almost. Like, one of my uncles, I, he's a diehard Colts fan, he was starting to sound delusional. He was like, Oh yeah, like it's all Brissett's gonna take us to the playoffs. We're gonna be do this, that, that and this and honestly, I like Chad Kelly more than Jacoby Brissett. Like watching that game against the Bears, I think Chad Kelly looked decent, especially in the first half. He looked good. You know, and that was when he played was the first half. Mm-hmm. So what I think about Brissett is I'll just say this, don't be surprised if Chad Kelly's like getting a start one week or something. You know what I mean? To get his
2: shot to take over the team. That that that's what I think about Brissett. Um, I like Chad Kelly a lot, but I, I don't see any way he makes his way in the lineup this season. Um, Jacoby Brissett was decent in 2017 when he had to play the whole season when Andrew was out with that shoulder injury. Um, you know, he obviously has a cannon of an arm, but the accuracy was a little bit of an issue. He holds the ball for a very long time in the pocket, which I don't like. You've got to get rid of it as a quarterback. Um, so with that said, I do think he's improved a lot since 2017. Obviously, he's not just sitting there not getting any better. He's been practicing hard, uh, working with quarterback coaches and Andrew Luck himself. You know, working on his, on his uh, fundamentals and stuff like that. So I think he'll be better than 2017. Um, I do think he's good enough to. I think he will be good enough to lead the Colts to a playoff berth. Much more than that is a long shot in my eyes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I am I was honestly a huge fan of Philip Walker for a good minute until I seen him. I seen him for a long period of time. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Chad Kelly has really proven himself, and I can honestly see him getting a few starts. But Jacoby, I feel like Jacoby has grown, especially after – because I believe the Colts went, what, 4-12 and when he started? Yeah. So It was also a way worse team, though. Yeah, exactly. Now you have, what, Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle. You have a defense, a defensive yeah. core. So, I honestly, I, I can't see. I mean, if we can – if the Bears could get to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman, I really think you guys can get to at least, what, second round. The, the, the What's it called? You guys can't get out the wild card at least.
2: I will say the Colts season, I think, depends on how they react to this retirement. They could either – get down on it and throw in the towel before the season starts, go out there from jump and not have the energy, not have the passion that they were going to have with Andrew Luck. Or they could say, all right, let's go, Jacoby. Let's let's do this thing and let's get deep into, the, deep into the season and make a playoff berth. It's all about how they rally around. And if that's positive or if that's negative, I think that's how the season's going to go.
0: Especially the first couple games in particular, man, you don't want to start off in that yeah. hole. You, and yeah.
2: They got a tough uh, opening night. Oh,
0: it's Car Chargers, am I correct? Yep. Chargers opening week you know what I mean yeah. and that team that, that was a team that was just in a divisional cha- uh was it the AFC championship or the division no they was in the a divisional championship cuz they played Chiefs played the Patriots yep. in the AFC championship but you guys have you guys don't have a, definitely don't have it easy out the gates. And if you go down o two, you start off 0-3, It's gonna be hard. Last year you guys did, but you guys had luck yeah. and it went on like a fucking tra- a train, a steam train <laughs> to the playoffs. But like we said, luck's no set. But uh, man, enough about enough about football for a second. Let's talk about this team USA. We just talked about it about a week ago, talking about the team, how they what the expectations were, and we were talking about how they were obviously still favored to win everything. But they just dropped their first loss in 13 years to Australia. Patty Mills torches Team USA for 30 points against his uh, former head coach, Greg Popovich. How are you guys feeling heading into— uh, So this game, just to clarify, this was an exhibition game. Didn't really mean anything, but still, you know, it means something. Right. How do you guys feel about Team USA after dropping the first one?
2: Isn't Patty Mills still on?
0: Is he still on the Spurs? I think he is. Okay. Well, he dropped it on his coach.
1: Yeah. Oh. I don't like it at all. It's a bad look for Team USA. I was honestly flabbergasted. And not only that, they, keep, they, still, they are still losing players. Like, I believe P.J. Tucker dropped. Uh, Kyle Kuzma just dropped yeah, Kyle due Kuzma to injury. Just so th- that's a big score. Exactly. And you now you're basically how I see their starting lineup, because Marcus Smart is still there, right? But he's injured. So you really pretty much have Kemba, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Middleton, Joe, no, Jalen Brown. Oh, no, you can't put Jalen Brown. No power forward. I guess Brooke Lopez and Miles Turner. You're just going to have to do two bigs down low. And I, that's not enough. Now you have to add people. You They just recently added Derek White, who I he wasn't. He was exceptional, but he's not a team USA. So I'm I'm honestly scared for this USA team. Um,
2: I'm I'm not scared. I think. This loss, uh, Kimball Walker said it himself, he said it's good for them. It's just an exhibition loss. It's before the cut play. Um, I think ultimately, you know, before this, everyone knows Team USA doesn't lose. You know, 13 years without a loss, now they come in. Um, with a bunch of role players instead of stars, but still, Team USA doesn't lose. Like these are NBA players that are better than you know the Australia guys. The world. Or, you know they're the better world. than anyone else. Yeah, they're playing in America because they're the best in the world. Wow. So I, I think the the USA roster came in. Maybe some of the role players came in. You know thinking oh, I'm just going to be a role player, but this is going to wake them up and be like, all right, let me you know let me go act like I'm in the wreck right now and just completely take over because they can do that against a lot of these teams, and I think that's going to wake them up. Uh, I'm kind of
0: with you on that one, Karan. I, And I'm saying this because a couple of weeks ago, I was just, my expectations for them weren't the best. Like, I didn't really expect them to do good, and I said that. But, uh, man, taking a loss this early is definitely a good thing for them. You know what I mean? The, they already got that out the way. The whole world already, you know what I mean? The whole world's already seen this, and it was a game that was meaningless. Like, imagine them losing their first game when it actually meant something oh usa first lost 13 years this you know what i mean it would be a huge story and just like kimba said i mean kimba's a leader kimba knows uh, the importance of even a loss like they can build upon it and it it, and it lets them know that hey we're not we're not untouchable as we were in the past like these teams that are coming for us they're working hard they're gunning for us right. everybody's gunning for us the whole world so first lost 13 years the rest of the world is seeing how vulnerable team usa is they got to go to work. Kemba got thirty dropped on his head
2: though. Thirty on his head. <laughs> that he had Celtics twenty. D, yeah. gonna be
0: sweet. He had twenty two. He led Team USA in scoring. But uh, all in all, I can say that uh, we pretty. We were pretty
1: disappointed to see that. Oh yes, very disappointed. But I do want to talk to you guys about the NFL. I'm, I do want to get you guys' predictions on it though. I want I want to know who do you guys think is going to be the breakout star. In uh, the NFL, I'll
0: go ahead. And, man, I'll go tough. first. I'll go first real quick. It is definitely tough. Uh, it's tough picking out the breakout star, man. But uh, this guy has all has everything around him to be a star and the one thing he has above the rest is the killer mentality i'm going with baker mayfield i think he's going to have a crazy great year you could argue that last year was a breakout year for him because he had a great year as a rookie but he didn't win rookie of the year which is okay but uh baker has everything around him man you ship in jarvis and obj in off season you got cream hunt coming back like what week eight or something cream hunts good i heard i've been hearing great things about him in camp uh, he's got the deep, they got some, they got a defense there now. And, uh, the expectations are getting kind of high for him, for the Browns. I mean, I can think we can all say that, right? The expectations are getting there yeah. for the Browns. And I think he's a guy that can, uh, that can rise to the occasion. And I think he's going to due to that mentality, that killer mentality that he has, you know, so Baker Mayfield's my breakout candidate this year.
2: Um, for me, this is like way out of the picture. It could easily not happen. Uh, but after watching a little preseason, after knowing what he did in college, I'm going wide receiver D.D. Westbrook of the Jaguars. I think he is going to have a monster year with the Jaguars, um, and everyone's going to be talking about him. Like we talk about Juju Smith-Susu, kind of came out of nowhere uh, as a rookie. I think D.D. Westbrook, he's got a year under his belt. Um, I think he's going to come out and establish himself as a really good receiver, and, and he's going to make flashy plays. And I think he's going to become one of the next breakout star wide receivers.
1: Oh, uh, mine's is also a wide receiver. We've seen him a lot in the news, but most people don't even know what this man did this year, which isn't much. Um, it's actually, I honestly think, I'm not going to say breakout is in like huge. I want to say like, this is kind of like me saying most improved. And I've got Kenny Stills on that because number one, I don't think he has that well of a quarterback for him to like, you know, show off as much talent as he does. Because I actually think this man is, although he's kind of a little bit older, I believe he's like 26, 27. So he's, he's going to slow down eventually. But like last year he had, what, 553 yards, and I believe, who was their quarterback last year? Who was their quarterback last um, year? Ryan Tannehill? For the... Yeah, yeah. And Ryan, he, uh, let's, he's not the greatest. He's a backup in
2: Tennessee now. Yep. So that's, right, that's exactly.
1: So I honestly feel like he's going to have a breakout, especially with now all eyes are on him. After speaking out to speaking out out of from that Jay situation, and now he's on, he's on sports like he's on ESPN right now, not for being flashy, not for like no spectacular catch. They re, they want to see what he could do. They want to see improvement in his in his game, and I think he's gonna show up. I can see it. So, although we have breakout, we also have defensive player of the year. Who do you guys have for that? Hmm. That
0: one's tough, dude. That one's tough. It's, it's, just, it's just really honestly so hard because when you think about defense, man, I mean, I, to me, when I think of defensive player of the year, two guys come to mind. Oh, and yeah. It's Khalil Mack and it's Aaron Donald. Yep. And I hate talking about Khalil Mack because I hate sounding biased to the Bears. But, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick someone else. I'm going to pick someone else. I could see it maybe being like a uh, – I could see it being uh, Darius Leonard, man. I mean, he got really? snub- he got snubbed last year totally snubbed and uh and like i i mean my expectations for the colts aren't through the roof either so i mean i think he's gonna be made now that lux retired uh he's gonna have to make he's gonna just, he's gonna make plays on defense he's a great young player and like i said he led the nfl and tackles last season as a rookie and got snubbed off that so picture him to have the same production but i think that he's a guy that's gonna just continue to improve and uh he's definitely under the radar for defensive player of the year but, hey, I could
2: see it happening. Um, obviously, like you said, Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, those are easy choices. I could have easily said one of those, uh, made made a nice argument. They're always going to be always. You know, in the running, you know, for in the, the, the next couple for years. years. Um, but I'm going to go like you. Darius Leonard's a good prediction. I'm going to go with another one that's, you know, sort of not being talked about. Dominant defensive end though, JJ Watt. Sixteen sacks last year. No one talks about the comeback season JJ Watt had after, you know, not really playing the past two seasons. He came back full swing, sixteen sacks. Um and that was his first year recovering from two years of injury. So I think having that year back under his belt, getting sixteen sacks last year, I think he I think he could get twenty plus sacks this year and, and be a defensive player of the year.
1: Uh, one person also under the radar, obviously, of uh, Saints defensive in uh, Cameron Jordan because honestly, although he's had a great year right now, he's touching 30. So I feel like he automatically has something to prove right now. And I feel like the Saints, even though they went very far in the playoffs, they could have made it to the Super Bowl, I believe. So um, I feel like
0: one, one penalty away.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> I feel like somebody had to step up. And I, be, I believe Cameron Jordan is going to be that one to step up and boost his game to another level, especially with his. Uh, with age coming in the way. I like that. That might be the first hot take at a, at a school <laughs> year. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you guys have for uh, rookie of the year? Um, I think
2: I got to go Kyler Murray. Um, the other option I was going to choose was Josh Jacobs, Oakland running back, but um, obviously quarterback has always got an edge in the offensive player of the year, no matter if it's rookie of the year, or whatever awards. Uh, offensive players usually have the edge and quarterbacks always have the ultimate edge because the ball is in the quarterback's hands every single snap kyler murray was picked number one overall out of oklahoma chose the nfl over baseball um and the cardinals traded their you know the first round pick from the year before josh rosen to to get this guy so clearly i think he's special he's got david johnson in his backfield. i think kyler murray is going to be the rookie of the year
0: that's a good pick uh My rookie of the year, you know, it's got to be a guy that's going to come in and make an immediate impact on his team. And out of the whole rookie class, Kyler Murray is definitely poised or in a position to make the biggest difference, I feel like. But I'm not going to go with Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray this year, though. I'm going to go with David Montgomery, and I don't want to sound biased. I'm sorry, guys. Uh Dave Montgomery, man, I've been hearing nothing but great things from him in camp. Uh the Bears are quote in love with him and they love his quote receiving skills, which means that he's not just going to be getting handed the ball off. He's going to be he's going to be catching some uh, he's going to be running some routes too. And it's a team that just traded away their starting running back to the Philadelphia Eagles, Jordan Howard, ship him to Philly. Dave Montgomery's going to come in and he has to he he has no choice but to make an impact and the Bears are liking what they're seeing. So, he's going to be playing a lot this year. He's gonna be probably the probably the three down running back. Truthfully, I mean, yeah, we have Cohen, but Cohen's not not taking not getting the ball handed off to him three. You know, what I mean, he's not a three yeah. down back. He's not built for three down backs. He's just more of a crafty guy. He's like Darren Sproles, exactly. 2.0. And you could just—he's one of them guys you can put anywhere. He's, inter- he's, inter- he's inter- interchangeable. But uh, that's my yeah. He's gonna uh, Dave Montgomery's gonna come in and uh, he's gonna get a lot of touches. So we'll see what he can do with it.
1: But oh, uh, one person that's completely been annihilated since he's been drafted daniel jones <laughs> for the simple fact eli eli's touching a 40 and i can see if this man was tom brady this man's nowhere near tom brady maybe in his prime but in the super
2: bowl he's tom
1: brady yeah in his prime he was he was elite but now i feel like they should just give it, the new york giants should just give it up like you didn't draft this man for no reason Right. You didn't you didn't pick, pick this man for no reason. So obviously, I think Dan, everybody's sleeping on him because number one, you're in, you're in New York. The only pe- the only person they're looking for is Saquon Barkley. That's it. So it's like one person that really needs to stand out is Daniel Jones, and I feel like he's gonna stand out. So you think Daniel Jones is gonna be a starting quarterback? I feel like I don't want to wish injury on Eli Manning, but I feel like he's either gonna have a terrible game or he's probably. Probably gonna retire.
0: <laughs> I wanna show you guys this picture. This is a picture of like uh the locker room the other day. Yeah, I saw it, that. Everybody's standing around. Izzy, have you seen this? No. Nah. Everybody's standing around this guy right here, Daniel Jones. And if you look down to the right corner, there's poor little Eli putting on his <laughs> putting, <laughs> putting on a shoe with no, he's so no happy media though. attention. No media attention at all. Yeah, he doesn't need it. In a way, it's kinda sad to me because I think Eli kinda knows he's on his way out.
1: Yeah. But one final one final one, MVP. The big one, the big shebang. Who do you guys have for that? Come on.
2: Um, it's going to be hard not to pick Mahomes again. So I mean, I do think he's going to drop off a little bit. Actually, you know what? I'm not going Mahomes. I'm going with someone I think's in a better position. Um, Drew Brissette. Brees. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> actually, Brissette. matter of fact, I think Andrew Luck is going to win MVP <laughs> this year. I actually put some money on it the other day. So <laughs> Uh, Now, I think Drew Brees, he's in a great position with uh, Kamara on the backfield, top three, top five running back for sure. I think he's got a top three receiver in Michael Thomas, just got a big payday, uh, solid offensive line, solid defense, you know, solid pieces all around him. Um, And, you know, one of the final years for Drew Brees, obviously, he's getting up there in age. I think now's the time for him to, you know, show that other level he has in him still. And I think he's going to win MVP.
0: All right, not a bad decision. I'm definitely – I'm also going to go with a quarterback, but I'm going to go with Carson Wentz to the Philadelphia Ooh. Eagles. Uh, the Eagles, for some odd reason, have pretty high expectations this year. And, uh, like, I mean, you got – he has the weapons. He just got Jordan Howard. He's uh, He's got Zach Ertz. He has Alshon Jeffrey. You know what I mean? He has the people there. The Eagles are another one of those teams that were a play away from possibly advancing in the playoffs last year. Alshon yep. dropped that one yep. right in the red zone and it got picked off. But – uh Carson Wentz is coming back. He's coming back, obviously, with a chip on his shoulder. Last year, he didn't like all that Nick Foles, Carson Wentz talk. He, he's ready to prove something, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, he has a really good coach. And the the reason why the Eagles, to me, are scary is because of their coach. He's a great play caller, man, and he knows how to he knows how to coach. So, Carson Wentz, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a monster year.
1: Man, I'm honestly – I'm just going to go with Patrick Mahomes on this one. Just for the – that dude's a do- – I feel like he's – even though you gotta give him some time, I feel like he's gonna be like the Steph Curry of NFL. I feel like he's gonna change yeah. this game in a big way. He's flashy; everybody loves him. The kids love him. Like he's he's just like a natural born, and his arm his arm is tremendous. It sounds like I'm having like fantasies about him, but like, <laughs> <his arm's laughs> just oh my god, <laughs> like, like he.
2: Go to Izzy's house and he's got like a plaster <laughs> on Patrick Mahomes' arm hanging up.
1: <laughs> no, but like, oh, uh, his, like, he's just, he's built different. So it's like, I'm trying to make this, try to not sound romantic, but like, built different. I'm just <laughs> saying. No, I, know what you mean. I know what you mean. But like, yeah, he's just, he's just an all around, he's just an all around, all around scorer. So I feel like Patrick is going to, he's going to change his game. On the topic of football, we do have our fantasy sleepers and the ones that are overrated. Karan, Buzz, can you help me with that, please?
0: I got you, of course. As always, everybody out there. I don't know about you guys, but I got I got a fantasy draft coming up this week, so uh, me and Karan I'll try to get you guys right. I got first pick. Actually, I'm still torn on who to pick, but enough <laughs> enough about myself. My sleeper this year is uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with two. I got Bar receiver DJ Moore, Carolina. No uh, no secret here. They shipped their number one guy, Devin Funches, to Indianapolis. And uh, I like – DJ Moore showed flashes last year. He's a young guy. He was a rookie last year. And he has to step up. Next man up, you got to step up to the plate. You know what I mean? So he's going to step up and do good. He's got Cam Newton in the backfield. Hopefully, Cam stays healthy. My second uh, sleeper is Duke Johnson Jr., man. Lamar Miller goes down with that torn ACL, and Duke Johnson is licking his chops. And they just traded, or he just got out of that contract from Cleveland to go to Houston, and Lamar Miller tears his ACL. It could not be more perfect for Duke Johnson to come and take over.
2: Um, for my sleepers, I also I have three. I also had Duke Johnson. Um, you know, you made the points. Obviously, Lamar Miller's down. Duke Johnson's always been a backup in Cleveland, still produced, can catch passes, can run the ball. Um, I think he's a three-down back in the league that's never really had an opportunity. I think he's going to break out this year. Another sleeper that's not really like a sleeper, but I think he's being drafted further down than what he should be because of his year last year, David Johnson. Um, I know you had him. You bought his jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I also regret- had him. Regret- regretted that. <laughs> I, I, also, I also had him. Started him every week, even though he was putting up duds. But <laughs> now they've got a threat in the backfield in Kyler Murray. Um, Larry Fitz is still there. They've made a couple of improvements. I think David Johnson's gonna have a bounce back there. Definitely. Year. And then the third guy I already touched on earlier, D. D. Westbrook. He's you know a, a mid round wide receiver that you can draft and um i think he's got potential to by the end of the year to be a easy wide receiver one
0: dd westbrook with nick Foles is going to be amazing it's going to be amazing he's going to be a good he might even be a top 15 top 20 fantasy receiver by the time the season's over
2: also i'll throw in another one that just popped up in my head emmanuel sanders i was watching the broncos uh, preseason game um him and joe flacco immediately connected you know multiple times emmanuel sanders obviously had that injury last year um But he's always been a really good receiver, always been a good fantasy receiver, up there in age a little bit. But he's not going to be going early on in fantasy drafts. So if if you're later in the draft and Emmanuel Sanders is there, I'd I'd definitely say he has some boom potential this year. He does have some boom potential, man. And
0: I really want to hear a booming freestyle right about now from Izzy.
1: From Izzy?
2: Thank God. I just did. (laughs) I had a long enough weekend. (laughs) Karan got some slack. His favorite player of all time,
0: retired. Nah. Who'd you, who'd you, who'd you, who'd
2: you, who Who's your favorite player of all time? It's probably Andrew Luck. Oh, Peyton? Peyton? See, with Peyton, I saw the later years. Oh, yeah. You know? okay, like, yes. growing up, obviously I've always watched the Colts, but, like, what I vividly remember more is Andrew Luck. Day. It's like I have yeah. Peyton Manning memories of watching him on TV. I never really saw him in person. I, I always watched Colts games on the TV when I was younger. Um So I'd go Andrew Luck because I, you know, remember every step of that journey. I don't remember every single step of Peyton's journey.
1: Right.
2: It's time for the On The Fly Freestyle. Izzy, man, sorry I had to pick on you today, buddy, but uh,
0: usually you spit the most fire out of all of us. So hopefully I hear something. I don't know about that one. I'm going to go ahead and give you your word. Your word today is Socks.
1: The socks. I right. yeah. I'm not from Chicago, but I like the white socks. Hey hey. I watch adult films on my Xbox. Hey hey. And then I go and check out a red box. Red box. Hey. Then I open up my laptop. Let's hey, it. what's on it? It ain't nothing. Hey, why you always trying to start something? Hey. I got Benjamin Button. Oh yeah. Okay, i
0: have done, it. <laughs> <I'm done> it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, and all of our listeners actually uh that instrumental was from Yvine Corday's new album. We were about to start talking oh, yeah. about music more on this show too, so uh for all you guys out there bump that new Corday album.
1: The album most fire.
0: But uh man, you guys know that you guys know that laughing is my favorite thing to do, you know what I mean? Come on. Now, now for the clown of the day. <laughs> Kind of the day, you guessed it, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a rough week for all of us, especially Karan. Izzy, can you please do something to that? put a smile on that little <laughs> face?
1: <laughs> uh, there was actually a party going on at my crib, Well, right next to my crib. Uh, but, I was like, damn, didn't even invite us. Yeah, but I, I walked outside, and this couple was arguing, going at it. And apparently, the girl had the guy in a headlock. No. Like, this girl is really like bullying this man full-on flex right. and the lady is like oh my god she was like oh my are you gonna call the police i was like ma'am that's snitching like i was like i don't know if i'm gonna call the police on this one so, and then the guy's just screaming get off me i can't breathe and she's like get mad i apologize like, it turns out they were both drunk and the party got shut down ah. and they i guess the police was like oh did you see what happened and i'm like i ain't seen nothing sir like i was like i don't want to be a part of nothing 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 at all So my client of the day Is the dude that got put In a chokehold By his girlfriend I know she She probably She she probably does that To him When they get home <laughs> <laughs> Alright <laughs> Honestly I'm just
2: Looking at this story For the first time this, this is crazy Oh my god Man let date Castrate him Which honestly I don't know What that means <laughs> I think You'll know What it means After this Man, let date castrate him, then keep his balls in jar by his bed. <laughs> uh, kept his severed balls in a jar next to his bedside. He met the other man on some website. The other man <laughs> looking with a with a fetish for castration, which I'm guessing that means like cutting, cutting body your, parts yeah, off or something. Yeah, cutting
1: your balls off, pretty much.
2: <laughs> Officers who investigated described the case as sensitive and kind of nuts.
0: <laughs>
2: Kinda, of nuts. Kinda nuts yeah.
0: <laughs> so he let his girl
1: put the nuts.
2: It was another it was man. Another dude. It was two yeah.
0: dudes. <laughs> that dude lost his main 74, 74 man. Seventy
2: four. Seventy four years old.
1: Seventy four years 74 old. Seventy four years old. What is going on with the world, bro? That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Some old, wrinkly, dried up. How old was the other dude? I don't know. I just said.
2: Uh, oh know, wait, the guy that the guy that castrated him was seventy four.
1: Ah. Oh, that's trifling. Here's that's a, pretty gross. On, here's a picture. I, was, of him if you guys I don't want to see it. Ew! Of the guy. It's oh of the my guy. Looks like be like the that. dude looks creepy. I mean, when you're seven, I guess you don't need him anymore. If you're 74, I guess not. Well, they had a camera set up to record it. So the, it's like a sex tape.
2: The flow will find this, this video <laughs> footage and we will have no. it for you.
1: Oh this God. is like the new TMZ. Or we'll go to the extreme. <laughs> there we
0: go. Yeah. All right, my clown of the day goes to these people, who knows how this happened, but 48 pounds of cocaine found in banana boxes at a Walmart. So imagine if you're clocking in at Walmart, you know, you're already shitty, you're working at Walmart anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and you go in the back, and to, your boss says, Izzy, put some fresh bananas out there, what are you doing? You're like, all right, boss, you go in there, you find 49, 48 pounds of cocaine but let me ask you this: What are you doing if you see that? Are you reporting it? Are you trying to make a? You trying to make a, a, man, a I'm, buck?
1: I'm going. I'm going. I'm going out like what's his name? Scarface. I'm going yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm going out like. Is his boss me, comes bro. in the back? He has
0: white all over his nose. <laughs> okay. Say, say good night to the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, clown of the day. Some dumb, dummy drug dealers. Sent dummy it. drug dealers. Now, just dealer? imagine the guys that like. Imagine a super. Let me let me let me paint the picture for you. Super sketchy drug deal. Guys standing outside, like just waiting for their guy to pull up. It's quiet. You can hear a fucking pin drop. Sorry about that cuss word. It's like the fourth time <laughs> sir. A semi pulls up. They open the trailer. It's like you got the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts. He opens it up, and it's bananas. <laughs> that
2: dude's probably getting his head cut off or something. <laughs>
1: oh man pride. that's crazy that's crazy is there anything you guys want to say before we close the show out it's been a
2: tough week um (laughs)
1: uh, uh
2: really tough week didn't know a grown man could make me cry like that but i did and i'm admitting it and then now we're going to try to move on. That's what's going to happen. <laughs>
1: I, I got a question. Were you like weeping or were you just like just no, a little tears? No, not
2: weeping. Just some tears.
0: And then just imagine like somebody just now tuning in, like hearing, never thought I heard it. Never, never, never thought a grown man could make me cry like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just expecting like Andrew Lux just doing this speech and they all hear you. Right. That'd be
2: hilarious. No, nah, I couldn't let that happen. Come on. <laughs> If I wasn't a member of the media and I was in there, I'd have been like
0: <laughs> 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 Oh, man, Buzz, do you have any last words? Man, it always feels good getting in here with you guys. Great great bless the school year for all of us. Hope we have a great school year, man. We're on the flows on the bigger and better things. You guys keep listening.
1: See, man. <laughs> nah, but yeah, like, keep real, listening. Real quick, I know it's our year and our year anniversary was like close what, last month? Mm-hmm. But like Looking back at it, we literally just I what it was it I think I texted you guys and you I was like hey, y'all want to do a podcast. Yep. We literally came in the booth that day, and then just made stuff up like we we were like yep. in it to win it.
2: Yep, and we're also. About to be having a little YouTube channel. We're gonna try to get some video content out. Record so you guys episodes. Can see, see the faces behind the voices. Yeah. And we're gonna try to do some comedy stuff on on film stuff. So we got some big plans coming. Exactly. Also, Clown of the Day is Izzy for having his phone ring during first day that of was, class.
1: Oh yeah, that was yeah. so sure good. my phone ring. <laughs> it's cool. It's the first day. We learned the syllabus and stuff, and like we didn't nothing. <laughs> You're right. But yeah, if you like us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Rate, scry- subscribe, and review on iTools, follow us at the flow pod thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next time i'm our college basketball player jeremiah barkey originally from gary indiana moved out here to phoenix arizona Started my all aau program off the dribble basketball right now we're in arizona so we're becoming to florida and indiana real soon for the next year
2: hosting aau teams camps and other basketball events just love basketball and
1: it's time to give back never be too young to give back at 22. I feel like it's time to it give back. Scholarship for everyone, trying to make sure everyone gets it. Support this AAU program by following them on Instagram and Twitter at Off the Dribble OffTheDribbleHQ.